Hello, everyone. You are listening to the You're Hired podcast. Today's episode is a mixture of the different topics to help navigate college and careers. And today's host of Your Hired podcast is Madison Sparks. And let's talk about navigating college and careers. To start, everyone has different choices and backgrounds for making their college and career decisions. Sometimes that choice is scary, like figuring out how you want to apply to school of your dreams or applying to your guardian school that they want you to go to, or even wants to go to college at all. For careers, talking to your boss about getting a new promotion or applying to your dream job, even though the reality is that job is competitive and hard to get into. We all have these pressures from society, our families, and ourselves. And making those decisions are hard. Go with your gut. One thing to do to help ease anxiety of adulting and navigating schools and careers is Focus 2. Focus 2 is a resource that we have in the Career Center and at Knox. Focus 2 can help you with many things like deciding your major or the wonderful opportunities and possibilities you can do that you or me or that you are or may be interested in. You take a few quizzes. This should take only about like five or so minutes. The quiz learns about the things you are interested in and shows you the many paths and the many options that you can take that reflect your interests. For instance, you may like helping people, right? You can be a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer or a volunteer director. All these things help people, whether it's directly or indirectly, but in different ways. So there's many options and different opportunities you have to help people or to use that reflect your interests. There are many opportunities and options. And with that being said, there are many resources and opportunities. And what I have noticed the most is that people don't use their resource. College students, please use your resource. They want you to be used or for it to be used, and they're literally just sitting there waiting for you to use it. Our first topic, of course, is resource. You may ask, why is using resources important? Silly question to me, but still a question. The school provides resources because they understand that navigating school is hard to do. So they provide things like different opportunities and different things that help you directly or just help the school in general. They know that providing these things can help ease the stresses and the reality of being a student. There are even some resources that you can use that are personal to you, like being a first-generation student or a woman or a non-binary student or even a person of color. Using my resources actually helped me in many, many ways, like continuing to do my schooling. I'm a first-generation student, a woman of color, and a low-income student. Using resources and applying for many things is essential to my success. Because I use my resources, I have made the dean's list each term and have been here that I have been here at Knox. I started my very own and original sorority with my friends, and some of the resources the resources that I have used at Knox College is the Career Center, Trio, Sustainability, Union Board, Alumni Networks, and many more. Use your resources. The next topic is self-care, finding a balance. The most important thing about college and careers is finding a balance. How do you find a balance? What I like to do is prioritize and make things, make a list of things that I want to do daily. At the top of this list, that is the most important thing or stuff that takes the most time. 
what is important to do or to remember is that if it does not get done, it's okay. Sometimes we feel as though if we don't make the deadlines, it is the end of the world, but it is not. Your health is the most important, not some paper or going to work. Sometimes you may want to take a vacation from school or just sometimes just take a nap or take time out of your day to just breathe in the fresh air. Everything's moving at a fast pace and deadlines, deadlines, deadlines. But finding a balance can simply be creating a schedule and having a break in between. During those breaks, you can play games or be on your phone or eat some food or nap or whatever it will do to take your mind off of the upcoming tasks or things in your schedule. Your break doesn't have to be a, to be too long. It can be an hour or it can be five minutes or it can be 10 seconds. Whatever you think is important to do for you to do to relax. Our next topic is self-care. Self-care doesn't have to be something that's like super expensive. So what are some affordable self-care routines that we can use as college students and those in the career field? There are so many affordable self-care practices or routines we can do, like yoga, for instance. You don't have to have some fancy, expensive yoga mat. You can just use the floor or whatever fabric you want to do to soften the floor. Um, Another thing is some people like to cook or clean or sing or dance or simply just watch some movies and lounge around the house. Whatever it is, it can keep your mind off of stress, and that is healthy. Mental and physical exhaustion comes very quickly. It is important to make sure that you practice self-care for your body and mental health. We don't want burnouts. One of my favorite healthcare routines to do is getting my hair done and cleaning up my dorm or my shared living space on campus. Um, It also reminds me of the memories of having your parents wake you up to do the chores on a Sunday or Saturday or sometimes on the weekend. Just get up and do stuff and be active, Um, but in your own way. This is something I find relaxing for myself. Our next topic is having a positive mindset. What is the importance of having a positive mindset? Why is it important to have a positive attitude? Not everyone believes in karma, but our behavior reveals our beliefs. So if we act or are very negative or being a very negative person, you can expect negative things to happen to you. That doesn't mean bad things can't happen to good people. It just means that having a positive attitude is something we must work through and especially work towards as you go through hardships. How to look at things in a positive way when there's challenges on the job. Um, First thing that you might think of is your work environment. Sometimes you really can't stand, cannot stand your co-worker. Or you're simply having a bad day and work is the last place you want to be at. What I like to think about is my purpose. Um, What am I good at? How has this job made me a better person? What is in my control and what is not? If you are not in control, do not work work up so much stress or think so negative about things that you can't control because you really can't control the outcome. So why stress yourself out? Try to think about the good things on the job and the things that you can't wait to do or why, you know, why are you here? What is your purpose? That can help put you in very a better mindset or help you control your work environment for yourself, especially when things are not in your control. A similar topic to challenges on the job is finding motivation and the feeling of belonging. 
Think about a time where you felt like you didn't belong or how did you feel at that moment? Did you overcome it? Belonging and motivations. One term that I found out last year, my freshman year, was imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Sometimes we have this feeling of not deserving or not belonging. That is imposter syndrome. We psych ourselves out of many opportunities or for just for thinking um, this way. The world is your oyster. Don't psych yourself out, out of these opportunities. The only thing stopping you from achieving your goals is yourself. My freshman year at Knox, I felt very out of place. I was taking classes with people who seemed to have more knowledge than me. Some people in the classes I took, it made it harder to relate or start off on the same foot. But that is what happens when you look at things as if it is a race and you match yourself up to others. Once I stopped worrying about what others may thought about me or if they were competition to me or not, I began to focus and make strides in my academics. Since then, I made the dean's list three times consecutively, consecutively, and that is something I must brag on, okay? I must brag on all that hard work and patience I've had. The dean's list, yes, not once, but three times. The next thing is leadership. Leadership on the job and on campus um, have the most important role. It helps make people feel motivated and belonging. It also is important for you to be your own leader and motivate others as well. At Knox College, we are all leaders, whether we think about it or not. There are always someone looking up to you for leadership and or motivation. Motivation and good leadership starts at the top, which is the school president or boss of the job, down to the deans and or managers, to campus life, or the people who are the glue to your work environment. We all help each other and motivate each other. To help with motivation, you might come up with goals and aspirations. Goals can be long-term or short-term. It's important to start off with small-term, though. Small-term goals. Small-term goals help build up to your long-term goals. For instance, with starting a sorority at Knox, my friends and I came up with small-term goals, which led up to our long-term goal, which was setting or getting approved and existing as a sorority on campus. We started off with hosting hosting events and getting people to attend, which was our short-term. Then it went to gathering professors, faculty, and staff to gain and show support to Sigma Theta News existence on campus. Then it was having a meeting with the school's board and committee to vote yes on our existence. We knew what we wanted to achieve, but it was going to take some time. So we created smaller and smaller goals, and once those goals were created, we even made more goals. The smaller goals helped you appreciate all the hard work in hindsight for when you eventually reached your long-term goals. And we reached our long-term goals, and after we reached those, we made more. Because life and the things around you, they keep pushing. you got to do more. And there's more things to set your eyes and your focus on. Another thing that might help motivate you is knowing your passion. What is your passion? Sometimes it is hard knowing what your passion is, especially if it's multiple things. Um, What can help spark or even reignite your passion is trying different things you thought you would not even want to do or even volunteering. Your Your passion doesn't come from doing something. It comes from doing something you enjoy.
So you got to discover, hey, I may not like working with people, but I like working with animals. Or I may not like working with animals, but I like working with, with things and materials. There's different things that you can do to help spark your passion or your interests. After finding out what your action is, take control of it and take action. You can take action by working or doing things that are based in your passion, such as internships, community service, study abroad, and or creating something unique for yourself. What passion is can also be the very best opportunity, and there's many opportunities available to college students. To start with internships, internships can be short-term or long-term, but it gives you tons of experience. Internships might build character, or internships will build character and knowledge that you may not have gotten anywhere else. Right now, I'm using Handshake to search for an internship based in legal in the legal system. My passion is helping others, but I want to help people through law or the law system. Next is study abroad. Study abroad is another wonderful opportunity that many colleges provide. Studying abroad is a life-changing experience. You have fully emerged with living and thinking in new ways, which is helpful to understanding life and the impact you can make to the world through your passion, of course. The other thing is community service. Community service is a wonderful way to spark or reignite your passion. Most types of community services, you work with someone else, which helps create a support system within the community. There are many types of activities you can do, and with that, it can help build your passion. Last but not least, you can create your own ways of how you want to use your passion. Anything is possible. Is your passion adventurous? You can go hiking. Are you passionate about helping children? You can create an after-school program or maybe even open up a daycare using your entrepreneurial skills and making things happen the way you envision it through your passion and once again thank you for listening remember that trying to navigate through college and careers can be hard but you have the tools to succeed the only person stopping you from being great is you and remember when you're feeling stuck or feeling great there are many resources for you to use Your resources are waiting for you to take action. This is Madison from You're Hired, and thank you for tuning in and listening to How to Navigate College and Careers.